Fox Valley Voice. Hey, Quenby. Hi, Jaime. How are you? I am so glad to talk to you. You know why? Because we got to go to the salt cave? We got to go to the salt escape, which is a salt cave. Yes. <laughs> but that's not the correct answer. That's not why I'm so happy to talk to you. Why are you happy to talk to me today? Because I'm always happy to talk oh. to you, Quinby. <laughs> You're so flattering. You should hear what he has to say off uh, mic. You're kind of hard on me. We know that. I am not. Okay, maybe you a call me bit. to task, which is a good thing. What I'm trying to do is I am trying to I'm trying to get you to always look on the bright side of life. Well, that's why we do these interviews, I think, so that we can see all of the different people that are offering bright sides. Yeah. Um, including Mr. Tim Bradley. Yeah. Tim has a really interesting story, mm-hmm. which uh, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. So um, we'll just uh, allow the conversation to take place. But uh, he's taken an interesting path. It's definitely Absolutely. not a straight line for Tim. No. And it uh, was really cool to hear how his story evolved and awesome that he welcomed us into the salt cave at the salt escape in Batavia. <laughs> Never in my life have I seen so much salt. No. And what it does for you. How did you feel at the end? Uh, exfoliated. <laughs> relaxed. And relaxed, yes. Yeah. So pretty, pretty <laughs> cool experience. Definitely worth a visit to anybody who has not been to one. And uh, big thanks to Tim for hosting us there. Yeah. So let's share... Our conversation with Tim. Yes. Your conversation with Tim. Yes. It's a great story. I was just kicking back and luxuriating in the salt (laughs) while you guys were talking. In your swimsuit. Let's not forget. (laughs) (laughs) You put your swimsuit on. (laughs) Well. Like you were going to the beach and it was like 20 below zero outside. It was cold outside, but we were in the the salt cave. So I wasn't going to pass up. A complimentary an, session. An opportunity to exfoliate. You were dressed up in like a head-to-toe clothing. <laughs> I don't think you got the full effect it of the salt. It gets cold in there. Mm, I don't know. We have different... We have, I guess, uh, we agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title of the show. Agree to disagree? <laughs> yeah. You're probably just going to kick me off of this show. I think you're going to kick me off first. It's your show. <laughs> yeah, but I'm nothing without you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Let's talk to Tim. We have found ourselves in the salt cave at the Salt Escape in Batavia. And I'm sitting right next to my producer, Jaime Santos Gutierrez, who has set up Among the Salt and owner and curator of the Salt Escape, Tim Bradley. Welcome, Tim. Welcome. Welcome to the cave. Yeah, thank you for having us and thank you for letting us venture in here. And we're getting kind of a bonus, double bonus, just by getting to talk to you and then also feel the effects of the Salt Cave. So uh, this is a really cool experiential uh, podcast session. So we're excited. Um, So we just want to know a couple questions for you to get started. How did this even come about, Tim? How did this whole dream kind of 
hit you? Well, it started a couple of years ago. Um, a friend of mine, we went out to lunch at um, Pinstripes Restaurant. And during our lunch, um, there was a Himalayan salt candle on the table. And I kept looking at it, and I was kind of curious about, you know, I thought it was Himalayan salt, and my friend Sandy was like, um, no, I think it's, you know, like an epoxy or something, like a resin type of candle. Well, by the end of the meal, uh, the curiosity had gotten to me, so I finally picked it up and I licked it. And indeed, it was Himalayan salt. It's pretty cool. So I asked the waitress, I really, I mean, I thought the candle was beautiful. It was like one of a kind. So I asked the waitress, you know, if they sold them there, and she said no. And so when she left, we were discussing it, and I'm like, I really want this candle. Well, it came down to, uh, do we stick it in our purse? (laughs) Which the waitress told me (laughs) happens frequently. Um, Or do we, you know, buy one? So we ended up with, we'll just find one somewhere and, and buy it. So... Did a little research on a computer and found a place in Naperville, Timeless uh, Spa and Salt Cave in Naperville. And they sold them there. So the next Thursday, we went back to there and um, stopped at Cooper Hawk Restaurant, had lunch, had a glass of wine, and went over there to buy uh, the candle. And while we were talking to the lady about it, she asked what I did for a living, and I told her I was a firefighter. I retired from Aurora as a captain, and um, I put 32 years in the fire service. And she thought that was kind of neat. And she said, well, we have a salt cave and, you know, it's something that would benefit a firefighter because it, you know, clears out your lungs um, of debris and toxins. I guess she got to the point eventually where she said, you just take a nap for an hour. Well, then she had me. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm a professional napper. I can do this. So um, we went and tried it. And the very first time I got it, I mean, I absolutely loved it. I came out of there, I felt like I could, and I always felt pretty healthy. I didn't feel, you know, for being a fireman all this time, I didn't feel like I was in bad shape, but I noticed a difference. You know, my lungs were opened up and like, it felt like I wasn't even breathing and my skin and hair was really soft. And I thought that was strange. You know, I thought salt would dry me out. Um, And then, you know, I had an achy knee and a couple sore joints here and there, and it just went away. And... Right away? Yeah. And when, by the time I came out, it was gone. So I thought that was strange, too. Um, so I kind of just wrote it off to, you know, I, it was just in my head. Yeah. You know, I talked myself into this or whatever. And um, But I'm kind of a curious person. So I started doing some research and reading a little bit about salt. And I just became fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I literally spent day and night reading about the product and the history behind it and, you know, where it was at and where it came to and then how it heals. Yeah. I know, um, I know at least for me, I was introduced to your cave through a mutual friend, Holly Johnson of Aviana Yoga. Um, she does, uh, yoga sessions here followed by kind of the salt cave experience, correct? Yeah. We love Holly. Holly has been a, she's been a great benefit to the cave. She brings a lot of nice people here. The yoga and the salt cave session during a full moon and a new moon um, are absolutely like they go hand in hand yeah. together. So I was here for that and I was just blown away um, by the, I had a, I went home that night and I had just an incredible sleep. I slept so well and I'm not a really great sleeper. So I was like, okay, kind of the same as you. Like I was, there's something about it, right? And then um, my 
joints and my arms, especially from years of cooking, have um, really, time has taken a toll. And so actually last week I popped in here and you weren't here and I got the cave to myself and I was sitting on one of the chairs that we're sitting on and I was all by myself and I'd remembered after I'd met you from uh, Holly's yoga session that you said people sometimes bury themselves in the salt and so I stepped down from the chair and put my arm under the salt, just kind of a last ditch effort, like maybe this will help. I know I'm getting kind of tenant's elbow or some kind of tendonitis. And so I laid there for about 30 minutes with my arm in the salt. And when I left, it was gone. And I was just, again, blown away. So I just want to know kind of the top like curative properties that we're looking at with this experience with salt caves and salt in general. What does it do for us? Well, salt has different effects on different people. Um, I get a lot of reports that are you know completely different from each other. Uh, common is you sleep well after being in the salt cave, women especially. Um, they report back that you know for three or four nights afterwards they sleep really well. People with sore, achy joints will come back and say that it went away, and I experienced mm-hmm. that myself. Um, people with respiratory issues, allergies, asthma, bronchitis, um, it wipes it out. I mean, it literally, within 10 minutes of being in here, it, it wipes it out. And how? Just from the minerals or? Well, the same 84 minerals, Himalayan salt. Let's go to that, I guess, first. Himalayan salt is 230 million years old. It's the purest mineral on earth. It's the only mineral in your body that you can't live without is sodium with salt. Your heart needs it to beat. Your cells need it for things to follow back and forth. Your brain needs it to function. Um, So you need salt. The 84 minerals that are in Himalayan salt are identical to your blood plasma. So when it enters your body, it knows what to do and where to go. Your body accepts it. Wow. Um, So, you know, skin conditions, um, it, it helps with those. Dermatitis, eczema. Um, acne, um, it, it people get big benefits off of that. Um, like we said, they sleep better at night. Things that are achy go away, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So you've got different things for different people. Some people just need the stress out of their life. Uh, yeah. New mothers, you know, I get new mothers that come in here, and they look stressed when they come through the door, and they're like, I just need that one hour. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't want to be listening for a baby. I don't want to be a mom right now. I want one hour to myself. And they come in here and when they walk out, they look like a different person. Yeah, They're yeah. like, okay, I'm ready now. I can go back and do this again. What I find quite interesting too is coming in here and seeing the people that work here, including yourself, you all, all your faces are like glowing. <laughs> it's interesting, you know, like yeah. you have this kind of peaceful look, this clear eyed look. Um, Every I've seen now three people here and everyone has. So even just like working here looks like it's super beneficial to be around all this, this beautiful and natural and simple substance. That's obviously, I mean, not in we're not. Uh, it's not rare, right? I mean, it's, no. it's abundant, correct? Yes. So um, I think that's really interesting. So let's talk about the history of it. Um when you walk in the door here, there's a giant mural of Cleopatra, and I kind of want to know about the history of salt and the and the benefits. Well, when I started researching salt, um, what fascinated me, I'm more of into something that's been around for a long time, 
and has mm-hmm. you know, proven the test of time over, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years. Things that may be, you know, new that come out, you know, tend to come and go. Right. Um, I'm more impressed by something that's been around for 5,000 years and nobody's been able to disprove it yet. Yeah. Um, essential oils is the basic of that. Um, but salt itself goes back. Um, one of the things I thought was kind of neat is Cleopatra, you know, was on record going into salt caves with her girlfriends and, you know, she thought it helped make her beautiful and her skin nice and stuff. Chances are Cleopatra was already beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know that the salt did that. But back in that day, though, you know, the way you looked, the glow your face had, the way your hair felt, the way your skin felt, you know, everything focused on that for women back then. Mm-hmm. You know, they were put on a pedestal and they needed to look like that, they felt like. So I was fascinated by that. Um, and then I started, uh, let's forward up into the 1800s. Um, I read about a doctor who basically turned this all around now. And the doctor was looking at Polish um, and people that worked in salt mines and that they were healthy Mm -hmm. and other miners were dying left and right. Hmm. You know, they had lung issues and skin issues and cancers and they were dying from, you know, being a miner. Salt cave miners led the healthiest lives that were out there. Hmm. So he started doing some research into it. And what he came up with is basically that, you know, salt is antibacterial, it's antifungal, it's antiviral. Nothing can grow in a salt environment. We're in this cave right now surrounded by 30,000 pounds of Himalayan salt. You could have the flu right now. I'm not going to get it because nothing can survive in this environment that's a germ or a bacteria. Um, that Your skin being exposed in here, you know, it's, it's nothing can grow in here. Nothing can, can survive in this atmosphere that's bad for you. So, so by working in those environments, you're essentially medicating yourself. Well, yeah, and you're you're keeping yourself, you know, clean and clear. You're keeping your sinuses open. Seventy um, percent of the salt your body ingests is used by your brain for your cells to communicate. You tend to, you know, have better thoughts and and be able to clear out your mind and concentrate. Um, I've got people that come in here, and I wish they wouldn't, but. They come in here and they're just like, I did my whole work schedule in my head for next week. I don't even have to write it down. And I'm like, but you're supposed to relax. And they're like, well, you don't understand this. Getting this done is relaxing to me. Kind of clears your mind. And mm-hmm. and I will attest to it now with all the experience yeah. that I've had here. It's definitely true. And it's like you said fun. about the workers, I mean, that there's no stress here. Mm-hmm. There's none. Um and people notice that on us when they come in here. They're yeah. just like, you know, I'll be telling them about salt or talking to them about salt lamps, and they'll just stop me. And they're like, you know, you're just smiling. Yeah. You you have no stress. And I'm like, well, you know, it's it's like the fireman thing. You know, when I was a fireman, I you know enjoyed helping people and making a difference in their life. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't always fix everything, but you could make it better. Mm-hmm. And... You know, this is kind of the same thing. You know, when I got out of that after that, you know, period of time doing it, you know, I kind of missed that part of my life. Yeah. So when I got back into this again and I seen what it was doing for people and how it was changing their life and helping them, um, the changing moment for me was a baby that came in the cave that had, you know, really bad respiratory conditions. And the mom asked if she could bring the baby in. And I was like, certainly. I mean, I love kids. So I'm like, certainly bring the baby in. We'll put a blanket on the floor. I'll close the session off. It's just you guys. Mm-hmm. An hour later when they came out, the baby was breathing better. 
the lungs and nose cleared up. She was smiling and giggling and laughing. The mom was all happy and the stress was gone from her. That's awesome. And that's kind of what, you know. Rewarding. may not be a good business thing to say, you know, I'm going to close off a $300 session for a mom and a baby. But this never really was about money. This yeah. was about doing something. You know, the the fire service, I loved it. I loved going to work every day. Um, and it's the same thing here. I love coming here every day. Do your firefighter buddies, do they come in here? Have they had some time in the cave? Or are they kind of like, I don't know about that? You know, actually more <laughs> of my cop friends and dispatchers and nurses than mm-hmm. firemen. Yeah. Firemen are a different group. <laughs> you know, if, if we want to go out and relax and, and blow off steam, you know, we're going to go to Dutt's dugout and we're going to drink some beers and <laughs> and laugh and joke and, and just be stupid. So this is quite a change then, obviously, from yeah. one lifestyle to another. And I've noticed that with um, people that I have interviewed so far on this podcast is that everyone kind of had a former life. And then once they found something that worked for them, that healed physically, mentally, and emotionally, they transitioned into something completely different. Um, And what I think is interesting is they've always had the need and want to help people. It just, they had some experience like you had within the cave and you noticed a change and it shifted their whole focus. And then they offered something amazing to the community. And so I give you props for that. I think that that's really special and really unique. And I, I love meeting people like that, that have found their passion and and transformed it to help other people. My son's at home sick with the flu right now. I wish I would have brought him in so that he could experience this. So um, anyways, as far as um, how about the emotional benefits then of experiencing a salt cave or purchasing salt lamps and having them in your home? Um, can you speak to that? Well, the the first thing I wanted to start out with when we did this is I wanted the experience to be stress-free from the time you called to schedule your appointment mm-hmm. to the time you showed up and came through the door to your introduction to the cave. Um, it was important to me that everything be stress-free. Mm. Um, we have a habit of saying yes here a lot, mm-hmm. even if it's not a business-friendly decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to enjoy being here. I want them to come here and just you know, enjoy this facility. Yeah. Um, And if they get no other benefit from it all, but they get to relax for an hour and let that stress of their life go, kind of reset their clock again, um, if that's all they got out of this for an hour, I'm good with that. Yeah. You know, if it fixed something on their body or helped them, um, that's good too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people just need that break from reality. They need to put that cell phone down. So the biggest rule in the cave here, you can't bring a cell phone in the cave. Yeah. You don't need one. You don't need to check Facebook. You don't need to, you know, look at what's going on in your email life. You need to let it go. You need to look at the mural on the wall of the beach and the sea turtles and the lizards and listen to the waves crashing on a beach. And for that moment, you need to put yourself somewhere else. Yeah. For me, I'm on Fiji. Yeah. I close my eyes. I'm on the beach in Fiji. And, um, you know, after that hour, you know, then I'll go back and, and get back into it again. But if you just take that one hour you know, every so often and just reset your clock emotionally. Yeah. Um, you know, post-traumatic stress people, you know, it just helps them kind of let things go. Yeah, I will say that. So it's kind of this really cool experience coming in. So you're in downtown Batavia and you have to go up this walk, right? The, the, mm-hmm. So 
you're kind of off the beaten path a little bit. I mean, there are signs and stuff. People can figure out where you are. But you kind of do this lone walk in, and you turn the corner, and you get this beautiful view of the river, which is just so cool. I'm sure in the summer it's awesome. Um, and then you walk in here, and your lobby has these rich, beautiful salt lamps, and then you sell sea salts and oils and the smell. And just like I said, these beautiful people you have working for you, it does kind of melt away. And then I love, Jaime and I were talking about it, that we got lucky that we got to bring technology in here today. Yeah, there's, um, usually, there's usually not much but, in here as far as that goes. But um, um, I think it's just, you're right that you take this time and in, in this space and in, in the busy world that we live in, um, you don't really get this. To me, whenever I've come in here, I'm in the desert. I go to the desert. I don't know why, but it's just beautiful. I get these visions of just a beautiful like Moab or Canyonland setting, and uh, it does kind of take you somewhere else. So I think that's really, really a beautiful thing. Yeah, like I say, it starts with just getting to the door. I mean, mm -hmm. you take in the river out there and the bridge and the eagles flying overhead yeah. and the ducks in the water and the people on canoes and kayaks or biking up and down the sidewalk. My favorite time here is in the winter, though, when it snows. Yeah. I mean, it is so peaceful back here. Mm -hmm. And all you see is that white snow out the windows and you can't hear a sound. The place is all lit up by, you know, the orange lamps. We don't have any lighting in here at all. It's just the lamps light the place up yeah. so it's all illuminated. And that was one of my thoughts when I you know built the places. My first vision was driving over the Wilson Street Bridge and seeing a building filled with salt lamps in the window. I yeah. wanted it to look like it was on fire. And you built this by yourself, correct? Well, uh, yeah, but I say that only because I didn't have the money to pay somebody to do it. <laughs> so how did you get all this salt? Where did it come from? Uh, and how did you get it in here? I mean, there's some pretty big, giant blocks of salt. Yeah, that some of our so lamps are about 200 pounds in here. That's crazy. Um, you just carry it. It's a good workout. Mm -hmm. um, and I would work for, you know, as long as I had money to work on it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'd have to quit and do something that didn't take money until my next check came. And then I'd work on it. And I, I had a lot of luck. I mean, I just, I ran into the right people at the right time. You know, uh, a guy up in St. Charles that was selling cooking blocks at a trade show that had 150 of them. And um, a friend of mine was doing a detail up there and she called me and she said, hey, I see him laying salt bricks up here. And it was when I was constructing this. So I called him and asked him how much he wanted. And he gave me the price per block and wanted to know, you know how many blocks I wanted. And I said, I want them all. Yeah. <laughs> and like he yelled, he like yelled at his son. He's like, son, close up. He says, Let's we're, go. you know, Let's we've go. got the next six weekends off. You're this guy just bought every salt block I own. Cool. And, um, you know, certain things happened. There was so many times that this came right to the very end where, you know, if one more thing would have happened, this wouldn't have done. Yeah. This wouldn't have gone out. Like I say, financially, it wasn't right for me to do this at the time. So I had to do it by myself um, or with, you know, friends. Friends mm -hmm. would jump in and come in and help me. And um, um, and then when it came to the painting, though, is when I had to kind of back out and mm -hmm. bring in, you know, art by Joseph. Joseph came in here and did all of our murals, did Cleopatra, who I love. Yeah. I mean, I I asked really him. beautiful you know, picture. I said, I, you know, who you put a little Cleopatra behind my desk. I was working at a Ted Nugent concert up at Arcata Theater. <laughs> And I left him here, and I said, just throw a little Cleopatra behind my desk. And I came back that night about 2 in the morning, and she was 13 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely oh. 
a presence for sure when oh, you she's walk beautiful. in the door. Yeah, so. she's beautiful. And if I've got to work here, you know, 70, 80 hours a week. You might as well be <laughs> looking at the, yeah. <laughs> the most beautiful woman in history, right? Yeah, so, she's um, got a spot. So let's, so if, you know, people are considering it, who does it benefit most? We're talking about people with respiratory issues and arthritis and older people, younger people. I mean, everybody's welcome, correct? Yeah, we get them from two weeks old all the way, you know, up into their 90s. And, and they're all getting a different benefit from it. What is the best? But So we have the story of the, the young infants. Any other kind of touching stories that you've received from... Um, your establishment? I guess one of the neatest ones was um, I got off from the Arcata Theater. I do security up there, and I had gotten off that night. I was on my way home about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I seen on Facebook one of my police officer friends up in Aurora. Um, was Her daughter was really sick, um, respiratory issues. She was in and out of the hospital. She wasn't sleeping. The parents weren't sleeping at night. They were extremely stressed out. So I just sent her a Facebook message. I'm like, Liz, if you want to, you know, bring the baby and your husband down to the cave, I think it would help. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I need to do this soon then. She says, I'm, I don't know what to do anymore. Mm. I said, load him up in a car. Meet me here. I'll go down. So I came down here at 2 o'clock, opened up the door for him. Uh, her and her husband and baby came in the cave. Um, I made him some blankets, made him some beds in the cave. And then I went in the back room on the couch and just went to sleep. They slept um, too, huh? They slept in the cave. They came out about 8 o'clock in the morning, and they just looked 100% different. Wow. The mom was like she was smiling. The baby was happy and smiling and breathing. She was, you know, she just looked 100% better. And when we were walking out, it was funny because Liz has got her own thing. She's got a lot of health problems too. She's had cancer and some other issues and stuff. And Liz was carrying the baby down the stairs and she didn't even realize it. And her husband stopped her and said, do you see what you're doing? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he says, you're walking down the stairs without being in pain. You can't walk downstairs. And she just looked and she's like, I didn't even realize it. That's nuts. So, I mean, it had a big effect on her, too, yeah. and the baby, and um, I don't know. You don't give a, you know, get a chance to give back to police officers you know, mm-hmm. that often, or a friend of yours like that, and it was kind of a, a neat thing, and the Beacon News did a little bit of a story about it, and it was kind of cool. That is neat. So, you and I have something in common that we both love to cook, and so we've talked about kind of the benefits of hanging out in the salt cave, and... Let's talk about salts and food. And there's kind of a common misconception, is that correct? That certain salts are much better for you than others. Yeah. You say? There's, I mean, a lot of people don't understand. And I wish I would have known what I knew about salt, you know, 30 years ago, because a lot of the stations I worked at, I cooked for them. And it, even at my own house, I was generally the cook at my own house. And I used table salt. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know any better. And then when I started reading about table salt and, you know, what it does to people, it's actually, it's a toxin for your body. That's why your liver and your kidneys don't want it in there and they try to move it out and shunt at different areas. So then it messes with your blood pressure. It pools in your body as edema. Um, and then a doctor is going to take you off of salt. And that's almost one of the worst things that you can do to a person is to take salt out of their diet mm-hmm. because your body has to have salt. 
but we're it's, just ingesting the wrong salt. Right. And I think if, I think myself personally, if doctors knew more about salt and actually spent some time on it, um, there was a research done where they took over 4,000 people that were on a sodium-restricted diet, and they took half of them and gave them salt. Said, eat as much as you want. Here's Himalayan salt. Here's sea salt. Eat as much of a good living product as you can. And the other ones left sodium-restricted. The sodium-restricted group had a 430 greater times chance of having a heart attack than the ones that consumed salt. The Himalayan salt. The Himalayan or even a good sea salt. Hmm. Um, what they do, the, the, the quick end of it is on, you know, on white salt, is they bake it and they kill it, basically. Salt is a living product. It's got the vibration of the ocean and the sea in it. It's trying to draw in moisture and grow. They cook the salt because it's contaminated, the salt that we use. And then they bleach it to turn it white again. They put powders in there so it doesn't coagulate. Um, aluminum ends up in there. And then they strip 82 of the 84 minerals out of it, and wow. they leave sodium and chloride. Why? Well, because they sell the other minerals, Yeah. and sodium and chloride is what they figure gives it the best flavor. Um, but it's a toxin. It's not a natural product. Your body does not look at it as a natural product. Your body wants those 84 minerals, and mm -hmm. if you don't give it to it, it's going to take it. There's defense mechanisms set up that you cut sodium out of your diet or salt out of your diet, it's going to take it from your bones and your teeth. You're going to end up with osteoporosis and bad teeth as you get older. Um, another fascinating thing with salt is people that have sugar cravings that think they're craving sweets. A lot of times that's low sodium in your body. And if you think about it, you know, with salt, you know, most chocolate has salt in it. Mm-hmm. Your body is a very smart organ. It knows what it wants and how to get it. If you're craving something like sugar, you may very well just be low on salt. And by increasing your salt intake, that craving could go away. So people with high blood pressure often, you know, they're told to cut the salt out. But if they would possibly just find a better, more natural replacement, they could actually lower their blood pressure. Is that correct? Or Well, I mean, that's the, the research I read shows that. I mean, I don't want to step on a doctor's foot. You know, right. I was only a paramedic in life, and that's nothing compared to, you know, a doctor. But, you know, I've spent, you know, a thousand hours, if not better, researching salt and reading studies, you know, where doctors don't do that. And I do have patients that are completely off their blood pressure medicine. And not patients, I would say. I do have customers. <laughs> former patients yeah, of former patients doctors. of doctors. <laughs> and, um, but I have customers that come here that have been on blood pressure medicine for a long time. And their doctors removed them from it, and they come here about every six days. Salt is funny, Himalayan salt, and it's the only product I know of that'll do this. If you have low blood pressure, the studies have shown that the Himalayan salt will bring your blood pressure up. If you have high blood pressure, it'll bring your blood pressure down. There's no medication out there that's made that'll do that. To regulate like that. Right. So we taught you, you quickly touched on it has the vibration of the ocean. What is like the energetic vibration? Is that what you mean? Well, it's the same frequency. When they measure the frequency um, in salt of the vibration, it's the same frequency that's in the human body, and it's the same frequency that's in the ocean. We're made up of what, right? We're, we're water and salt, well, About correct? 70%, yeah, even a little better if you throw in salt. That's amazing. So we're kind of near our natural state, being around it and enjoying it and using it in our cooking and our lifestyle and... 
I um, noticed for me that I bought some of your sea salt that you sell for baths. Okay, yeah, the Himalayan salt that has and, essential oils in it. Uh, yes. And I have used that and like, you know, once a month my legs will kind of swell up. Every month I think it's a hormonal thing. I take a bath. That's like the edema is gone. Yeah. So the smell, you know, some people think that salt makes you puff up or whatever. It takes it like takes that out. My hair has become softer. Again, my arm feels better. So, you know, I I have friends that, you know, are going through painful experiences either physically or emotionally and I tell them like take a salt bath go to a salt cave like it's something so simple but it's so beneficial you know it's just it's amazing I'm we could talk on and on about I just want to know everything about it it just goes back like I say it goes back to thousands of years there's salt pools around different places that you know people will fly to you know the Dead Sea and yeah even us you know in general we go to the beach and we come back and say, I felt so good when I was at the beach. It's because I was on vacation. That might be a small part of it. You know, you're away from work. The bigger picture is you're surrounded by sodium. By mm-hmm. sodium, and, and I mean that as, you know, as salts. You're just, you're in 84 minerals. Yeah. Your body is restoring itself. Um, if you got cuts and things like that, go out in the sea, they disappear. Mm-hmm. Um and we talked a little bit, and I skipped over it, I guess, on salt lamps. But, you know, it kind of ties in with salt lamps, too. You know, what the salt lamps are doing is they're drawing in the moisture from your house. And that's where your pollutants, your allergens, and your toxins are at in the moisture. Yeah. It's basically nature's Lysol. It's going to draw in that moisture. It's going to sterilize it and sanitize it. And then it releases it as a negative ion. When we talk about ions, positive ions are electronics, Wi-Fi signals, cell phones, um, computers, those are all positive ions. Your body needs a balance of 50% of each. Well, we're saturated with positive ions. With all that technology. You know, we've always got our cell phone in front of us. We've always got Wi-Fi signals around us. When you go to the beach, the beach is solid negative ions. If you go to a forest, if you go to a waterfall, those are all negative ions. So your body becomes in balance and in tune again. And consequently, it treats you better. You know, you feel better when your body's in balance. So, if we break that down, you know, the salt lamp is on a smaller scale in your house, but if you put it next to your bed, you tend to sleep better. Your lungs stay open. Your sinuses stay a little clearer. Um, I've even had people say they bought them because, you know, their spouse snored, Mm. and it helped with the snoring with them, and it just kept their respiratory rate open. I think there's like a better energy in the house, too, from what I've noticed. I think what everybody wants to know is... How many lamps do you have to have? Well, I've got nine. <laughs> my daughter swears it looks like my house is on fire when you pull up. Yeah. And I said, well, that's cool. I was a fireman all my life, yeah. so it can it can look like that. Um, really, if you just start out with them in your bedroom and then work your way out, yeah. um, you know, the more the better. You know, the, you know, we sell lamps that are all the way up into 200-pound-sized lamps here that yeah. would keep an entire house, you know, up and going and clear and clean. People notice when they come in here, the first thing they say is, the place smells great. It does. And the thing is, is it smells like nothing, really. Mm -hmm. It's just that that's what it smells like if you don't have odors around. Mm -hmm. Um, Even any of the paints we used in this place when I was painting were all plant-based materials. I didn't want any VOCs in here. Oh, my gosh. I wanted a paint that would actually clean the air. And you can buy it. We... It's it's expensive, but you can buy plant-based paints and... But that paint actually cleans the air as opposed to, you know, contributing to other problems. That's awesome. 
we have so much that we could possibly talk about and I'm getting the wrap it up sign from Jaime already, but um, maybe you and I will, we've been kind of considering doing like a salt dinner, maybe where we have people come in and experience the cave and um, maybe using different salts for different dishes. I think that that would be so fun, like just being outside and trying some of them. They all are so unique. So I want to end on that. Let's talk about the salt that only women can harvest. You've got to tell the story because it's really (laughs) cool. So I'll let you go with it. Well, Florida cell. Florida cell is the flower of salt. It comes out of Brittany, France. It's what you're going to find on caramels, cookies, brownies, some of your high-end desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida cell, the reason that women harvest it is they have finesse. The salt blooms on top of the water, and you have to be very, very like careful when you like remove it and rake it off the water. If you break the surface of the water and cause any ripple at all, it sinks. Well, then it sinks and becomes cell gris, which is a great salt still. Mm-hmm. Your cooks love cell, uh, cell gris. It's a wet salt, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of got a gray color because it picks up the clay in the pot when they scrape it off, which is good because the clay is a detoxing thing yeah, for you. But the Florida cell is the flower of salt. That's that's what the women harvest. And when you take Florida cell, if you like put it between your fingers and crunch it up and look at it when it falls... There's very fine particles that are in it, mm-hmm. um, and that's the stuff that when you go to bite something, it just touches your tongue and it instantly melts. Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's such a good yeah. thing with the sweet. Yeah, you get that. Sweet. You get that immediate like response that makes you want to smile. Mm-hmm. Then you get the crunch from the the chunkier stuff that's in there. So you get that nice little salty crunch too. Um, and when you take salt and add it to anything, you know that's what brings out the flavor. Yeah. Um, you know, I make a wine salt where I infuse wine into salt and I'll take a salad with avocados and some nice stuff on it and I'll sprinkle wine salt across half of it and let people try it. We gotta we gotta do a dinner. It's dramatic. It's I think dramatic, it would be so fun maybe in the summer once we or when it warms up perhaps but if people want to know more about you where do they find you? Well we're located at 9 North River Street we're kind of sandwiched in here between Gatano's Restaurant, um, Pal Joey's, Tusk Thai. Uh, we're on the river, so we're a little bit harder to find, which, you know, I wanted that, though. Mm-hmm. I wanted the place off the beaten path. Uh, Facebook page, The Salt Escape. Website, The Salt Escape. Um, our different events are listed on there. Our hours are on there. We're open seven days a week, and that was important to me. I wanted to, to create an environment that if anybody needed this for any reason, they could come in. Yeah. You know, if you've got asthma or allergies or a sick kid or you've got that stressful life, I didn't want them to have a day where, well, we just can't come here on Mondays. Right. You know, so it was important to be open every day. Well, and, I'm glad you are. Yeah. I'm glad you are. And I'm certainly feeling more relaxed. Are you, Jaime, over there? He's, he's in his, uh, you guys can't see this right now, but he's in his shirt with his feet, <laughs> feet buried in the salt. He's at the and, beach. I'd say he's got a margarita in his hand, but he doesn't. But. Next time. <laughs> Next, Next time. time we'll bring... During the dinner, we'll have a, yes. a margarita with a little salt in it. And, um, It'd be delicious. This place has been well accepted. You know, my goal our first year was to have 2,000 people come through this cave, and I would have been happy. Uh, we just ended our one-year anniversary with over 6,000 people. That's awesome. Um, all of our reviews are five-star reviews. Yeah. Um, everybody that comes here just seems to like it. And that's what helps with the employees and with me is that, you know, you see how everybody likes this and how well it's been accepted. And, you know, I like to credit it to luck. You know, I I think everything has just gone well that could go well here. 
and um, I'm very proud of this. I'm very proud of how it turned out. If I uh, did it again, I wouldn't do anything different. And that's a good way to be, and uh, kudos to you. I think when you have the positive intention, you know, the roadblocks will kind of arise and fall away, but your dream kind of will end up flourishing and happening, I think, if you have that really positive and and wonderful goal in your heart. So, I mean, we see it, we feel it, and we're thankful that you're here. And hopefully uh, listeners out there, you know, if you know somebody that struggling with respiratory issues or I know, you know, aches, pains, anything, you know, bring them in and a parent or a child and, and experience this because it's pretty darn cool. There's nobody that doesn't benefit from being in here. Oh. Um and the place sells itself. You know, we really don't do any advertising. Yeah. And it's kind of a neat business to say that you're new and you really don't advertise much mm -hmm. because once people come in here and they tell other people, that's your best form of advertising. Yep. You know, if I read an ad in, in a magazine, that's one thing. Um, but if my friend tells me that I did this and it was something you really have to try, I'm going to be more apt to do that. Yeah. And, you know, everybody that comes out sells this place for me. Yeah. So, well, I'm I a big proponent. Treat them good. And I hope to come back here and do a dinner with you. So, uh, thank you so much for being on the show and letting us set up. And we uh, hope to have you back as well. Well, so. it was my pleasure having you here. And, um, you know, it's a nice, cold, snowy day out here. And yeah. it was just kind of nice to sit in here and yeah. kind of let that go a little bit. So, we're good now. Now yeah. we're going to go have some wine. Go have some wine and uh, enjoy the day. So, But thanks for coming in here and yeah. um, look forward to working with you again in the future. Same. Too. Thank you so much, Tim. Well, I'm feeling pretty relaxed after that conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a super mellow guy. Tim really knows his stuff. And obviously, if you have any questions about anything to do with salt and the benefits of salt, you need to go visit Tim at the Salt Escape. Yeah. And then he mentioned margaritas. Totally not fair if you're not going to produce a margarita at that point. That we had to go across the street. Was to a get bit one. of a tease. Yeah. So we had to go run and get a margarita <laughs> right after. I think I don't know. We were in talks about doing some kind of pop up dinner though at his place with some salt and. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll definitely put that out there on the website if that happens. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep our eyes open. And uh, yeah, yeah. Salt Escape, Tim Bradley. Get to the Salt Escape if you are dealing with inflammation or stress or lack of sleep or any of those things. I can attest to it personally that it it's, helps right away. You don't have to go three or four times to feel its effects. It's like a right away kind of thing. Highly endorse it. If I gave you a food challenge right now and I gave you a bag of Himalayan salt, what would be one dish that you would prepare to bring out to, showcase, to, yeah, the to salt? showcase the salt? The first thing that comes to mind is like a simple seared scallop because I mean, all you need is the scallop, a little bit of oil and salt and pepper. So I feel like, mm. you know, to, to really like perfectly sear a scallop, you don't need that much. You just need to have timing and heat you know, correct. Yeah. Okay. And throw a little bit of like either the Himalayan salt or sea salt on there just to capture that flavor of the ocean. I, that's what I would pick. Perfect. Where can I get some decent scallops around here? ENS fish in uh, St. Charles. They like flash freeze on the boats and fly it here. And it's here within like two to three days. E and S ENS fish. fish. It's in St. Charles right off of route 31. Cool. It's awesome. It's a great place. Wonderful. 
So I'm glad go there, grab the scallops, go to Tim, get the salt, sit in the cave, go home, make yourself a nice dinner. And a margarita. And a margarita and go to bed. Because <laughs> you'll sleep after the salt cave visit. So awesome. that's my recommendation. Wonderful. I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Let me know what you think. Okay. Okay. Adios. Bye-bye. Fox Valley Voice.